be like, you know, Betances, you know, he's got great stuff, but, you know, he just, just can't throw any strikes. Unbelievable. Yeah, let's hope this one goes better. Ladies and gentlemen of iTunes, I know you've been waiting for this one. It's the Zach and Tony show once again. It's your boy, Zach Engberg, with me today once again, Antonio Pedro. Here What's Atlantic. up, Zach? How you doing? Pedro, how's it going? Coming in from uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, Good, Pedro. bro. It's a little chilly. How you feeling today? Good day, though. You know, Ooh, getting a little closer to Christmas. Ooh, dude, I love. I'll tell you, I love Christmas time. I love Christmas time. Um, you ever, you ever have eggnog? I don't think so, man. I mean, not homemade eggnog. Probably just that cheap shit you get from the store. What's like the, what, what are like what's what's like a Cuban like uh, Christmas? I feel like Cubans do Christmas. I mean, obviously Italians do every holiday, what's but I feel like Cubans Christmas? do Christmas. Like what you know? Are you guys um, traditions like certain uh, foods or like? It's called Noche Buena. It's it's basically they celebrate Christmas Eve more than they do Ooh. Christmas Day. Um, and usually what we would do yeah. this is actually my first Christmas. It's gonna be my first Christmas in Arizona since like 1999 so i don't i've never remembered christmas here but every year we'd be in new jersey uh christmas eve there'd be pork beans some yucca some ham it's a root bro you know yucca root what's yucca it's literally well i know yucca root but like i don't like like, what is it it's a little i don't know you'd have to try it it's different is, oh, it okay. like, is it kind of like? Is it kind of like ginger? Said, it's kind of just like a Cuban potato. My mom makes yuca fries sometimes, and pretty good. Mm. But Ooh, anyway, that man, what's on fire. the docket for the uh, Zach and Tony show pod? Well, you know, I I felt like, um, in light of a certainly controversial uh, induction into the Hall of Fame in regards to Harold Baines, I feel like it'd be fun. We're we're gonna put out there our all time starting nine starting lineups in baseball. Top nine players, you know, one at each position, so one at each of the eight uh defensive positions and then a DH. Ooh, a DH too, I and then you know, I we could throw out a DH couple pitches together. or whatever. I Ooh. I mean you I already, be, I, you better I swing know. that real quick. I'll go I can go first. Oh really? Well I I I, I have a DH I think is? I have a pretty good lineup personally. No, Is it's gonna be uh, uh, Babe Ruth? Joe Pesci. <laughs> Probably the greatest Ooh, the hitter Pesh? of all time, dude. <laughs> Jimmy Johns, dude. Dude, yeah, this is this, this guy, this character we made in MLB oh, The Show 2018. <laughs> uh, you know, we were struggling a little bit, so we turned down the difficulty. And oh my goodness, I, I think I think we had 165 <laughs> home runs in a season, almost 300. We also made him like five five and like four hundred oh, pounds. He had, a, he had an awesome mustache, but yeah, dude. He... But the guy, but he. Oh, he he could still fly though. Like the, my man, I rem, I distinctly remember one season. I made it a point. I'm pretty sure I had like sixty <laughs> stolen bases in a month, and like I de- definitely broke Ricky Henderson's stolen base record. But this, yeah, no, this kid, this kid. I mean, he he could ball. Like it was it was it was serious. Like you you this wouldn't know looking at him, but. This guy, he knew what he was doing, man. <laughs> Big day. <laughs> he knew what he was doing, man. Even and then you went to Coors oh Field God. and he was just knocking plus. him out the park like it was nothing. It was crazy. Man, I miss I miss oh, I miss the easy. I miss on the daily, man. I miss the Pesh days. Miss <laughs> Pesh rusher. Are you Chris Collinsworth now? Dude, he says it so, so many rusher. times, dude. <laughs> dude. I hadn't noticed it until you told me and then I think this last weekend was the first time I heard it. He said, "He said there goes that pass rusher." No, I got freaked out. <laughs> he was talking about cool Mike. <laughs> I just lost it. I was like, "Oh my god!" That and his slide Seriously, in man. I actually, like kind of like what Chris a legend. Collinsworth and Al Michaels. Oh no, they're but... great. They're fantastic. Better than Tony Romo. Definitely better than the Monday Night Football crew. Oh my god, they're terrible, man. I I got I do not like Booger McFarland. It is whatever the fuck the Booger know, Mobile so or whatever the hell his shit is. I'm I'm so I'm so sick of them. Like wit, 
I like Joe Tessitore, but Jason, Jason Witt and Booger McFarland, I'm I'm like I'm so I mean, over he's, them. He's new though. He's new. Give him I'm hundred percent. Well, I mean, but but you saw like yeah, Romo was new and he had a knack for it. Like he. I didn't say he was bad. I said Collinsworth was better. Oh, I like Romo. Romo. Romo's good, but Collinsworth is better. I'm saying like, like I'm comparing like those are the two major crews, right? It's the Monday Night Football crew, NBC, CBS. Personally, I like Collinsworth and Michaels, and that's why they're getting paid the I'm big bucks. The that's Chargers what they're, they're Chiefs doing right now. I have no idea who but, the uh, Thursday Night crew is, but Chiefs are up fourteen nothing. Oh, that's it's right. It's Buck and Aikman. That's right. That's right. Dude, that's why I've been saying. That's why I've been saying for for months. Actually, Joe Buck dude, is I the like hardest Joe working Buck's, man in America. Uh, in football, way better than baseball. I like that the 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 one that stands out to me was the um the one the uh, Cardinals Rangers um when uh, David Freese hit that home run he echoed I the call what he said he said uh and oh, we'll yeah, see you tomorrow cool. night or whatever it was but it was like a callback his his dad. Basically, his dad made like the same exact call like a bunch of years earlier in a World Series game, cool. and he was so he was like echoing back, which I thought was pretty cool. And then the one with Ishikawa, where he just he, he flipped out. <laughs> Ishikawa, yeah, that that one was Wasn't great. That that's that's like a top five Joe Buck moment. Too? Dude, I don't know, man. I I see. This is the thing, Joe Buck. Like he he was born like he was born, and he was like created to call baseball like not like not saying like that he's like the perfect but like he you know he was born to like at the time the the most famous broadcaster and you know like he he was he was he was it's true he was bred to do this she's were all over the place he was he was man but you know i i think i, I think i don't think we should we make anyone wait i mean football, you want to go first to, or you want me to, to go baseball first baseball announcing <laughs> i will i i feel like Back to maybe i should go first just because you said your list has some pretty crazy stuff and i feel like I feel like my list is pretty conservative. I didn't. I mean, no, it's got my, a lot of I, Yankees, of course. I'm well. See, that was that was my assumption. I was looking at my list, and I was and I was saying, I was saying, I guarantee you, there's like three or four guys that I know are going to be on your list that are not on my list. So I think I, I kind of I, I would like to hear. I know it's like half Yankees, right, but right. I want to I want to hear what, what you got, and then we could we could discuss. All right. Outfield. I just did three outfield positions. So I got Mickey Mantle. Okay. Okay. Of course. Um, Pete of course. Rose. And Mr. Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't leave that. You can't leave that bat out of your lineup. Are you kidding me? Okay. First base. Okay. I don't know how you don't put Lou Gehrig there. I mean, dude, I looked at his numbers and I was just like, oh my goodness. I mean, this guy played what eighteen mm-hmm. years. He played one hundred fifty plus games every single year. Pretty wild. Anyway, mm-hmm. second base, I got Jackie Robinson. Okay. It's the first okay. one I've heard that we, we oh, matches up. You don't up. have Lou Gehrig at first base? <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll, we'll we'll get to that. Derek Jeter, of course. Third base. This one mm-hmm. was a little tough. I put George Brett. Uh, okay. That guy from Philly, Mike Schmidt. I didn't even really know who he was, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. And I was like, Jesus. But I, I kind of went with the player that I knew better. They're insane. Dude, Schmidt's numbers like are, are insane. Gloves. I was like, Jesus. Um, yeah. yeah. Catcher. You, this might surprise you, but I went with Johnny Bench. You know, you know that... Like, obviously, you're I was, get Yo- go with Yogi It surprises me in the sense... Yeah. Dude, I, I mean, Johnny Bench, I think... They were, okay, um, that's, I got, is that is that all nine? I just went with a starting pitcher and a and a closer. I got Randy Johnson, mm-hmm. prime Randy Johnson. Okay, I think that. Ooh. And then Marion yeah. Rivera. Closer. I know who your closer you is. Said DH. I'm gonna have to go with David course, Ortiz, okay. obviously. Okay. I mean, I can't Ooh, okay, okay. See, I did it a little differently with the with the DH. I kind of um, I didn't I didn't put it necessarily as a guy who played DH mostly in his career. I did it as a guy that like I would gotcha. play as DH if I was creating a team. All right, well let's Which, hear that's, yours. That's that's what I did. Um, so I'm gonna start off. In my opinion, there as long as you stick to like there's three or four guys at every position, and as long as you stick to one of th- those three or four guys, there's no wrong answer to this. Like, but 
but I will add on to that. My I I do have all the right answers. I'm gonna I'm gonna. So I did it in um I lined it up as like uh how the order oh, wow. that they're gonna hit to the batting order. So leading off leading off I have Ricky Henderson okay. who's gonna play left field. Come on, I mean all time leader in oh, runs, yeah, stolen bases, and lead off home runs. Literally, I don't want like you get him on base, and there's you're gonna score runs. There's there's no question. Batting second, I have a rod at shortstop. This was this was yeah. probably the my the toughest or the second toughest one for me. Yeah, I think his peak was better than maybe any no, player it was in history. Tough leaving him out, dude. You know, you got the questions or whatever about the. That was my. Th- it was tough for me leaving G- Jeter out. Like a Jeter, as much as I I hate That's Jeter right. for you know. How the things he did to the oh, Yankees or to the A's? Jeter, uh, his stats. Sorry. Oh, there's a flag. Oh, oh, and Fantasy, and Keenan Allen's driving his oh, really? head. <laughs> All right, sorry. Continue. Oh, oh, Derek Jeter. Um, I like I as much as I like I hate Derek Jeter for the for what he did to the to the A's. As a player, Derek Jeter is fantastic. His stat. I mean, he had over no over three hundred. Um, hitting over th- uh, what two hundred some home runs, three thousand hits. That's crazy. Like, yeah, no, that it's his numbers are insane. But a Rod is like third all time, like third all time in runs and like third all time in RBIs, uh, like crazy home runs. Even as a defender, like a Rod, when at his peak, he was a great defender. And I mean, he kind of went downhill with the after the HG the steroids or whatever. Not down like after uh, the after effects or whatever, but yeah, that's he was a fantastic was like, baseball oh, You know, I guess he's a steroid guy, so that makes it a little bit easier for to, to leave him out. You know what I mean? But we could get to that conversation a little yeah. bit. I um so in right field, I have Hank okay. Aaron, um, uh, RBI leader. You know, second second best, um, second most home runs. Um, you know, tops. If if you if you want to talk about steroids, whatever. He's some people consider him still the home run king. Whatever. He's great player. He hit like twenty home runs, like <laughs> twenty years in a row, or some stupid. That's like it's it's absurd. No, his 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 longevity was <laughs> his longevity was crazy. And here's so at DH um, and batting nice. cleanup, I have Barry Bonds. Um, I I like him in my lineup with or without the steroids. Pre, I mean, I don't know when he started taking the steroids, but pre-steroids, he was on pace to be a 500, 500 oh, yeah, player, dude, 500 home runs, 500 uh, stolen bases. Still, still one of the best players of all time. He was great. Absolutely. Well, see, that's the thing with steroids. It takes a good player and makes them great. It takes a great player and it makes them like the greatest player ever. Like, he, I mean, because yeah, the guy could hit. Doesn't give you hand like, you don't, you know, you don't. He, he got. Exactly. Or the ability pass. to to um. Or the ability True. to take as many walks as he did. It just made, you know, it's, I mean, maybe help with the intentional walks, but most walks all time, most home runs all time. It's 73 you know, home uh, runs. Crazy good. Like, um, steroids or not, dude, that's pretty yeah. goddamn impressive. No, that's, yeah. home runs. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And even before, even before that, even before the steroids, there was a year, I'm going to find it. There was a year like he, he had some, I was, it was, there, it was the stats are stupid. It's, it's there was stats. one year that he had that was just crazy. He had 46 home runs, 123 RBIs, 29 stolen bases, 126 walks. The year before, the year before that, he had 34 home runs, 103 RBIs, 39 stolen bases. There was a year where he had 50 stolen bases, 33, 114, 52 stolen mm-hmm. bases, 93 walks. Hit 301 that year, 97. He over a thousand OPS. Like there's, I'm, I couldn't, I couldn't leave yes. out Barry Bonds. That's hard. Uh, batting, batting fifth, and this is where I think your allegiance, your your bias, kind of stepped in. Willie Mays is the greatest center fielder of all time. I think that's like widely over, uh, widely regarded. Mayo. Like I don't know how you are you. Yeah, are you kidding me? I'll, I'll it's you know it, it's uh I think those Yankees teams are looked at in a um the players on those Yankee teams in the fifties or whatever are looked at in a in a you know in a light. But it wasn't it wasn't because any of those. There wasn't any specific player on those teams that was like one of the greatest of their position, but they were all so great that that's why they were so good was because it was the greatest collection of players. You know, like I don't think Mantle was better than than Mays. I don't think 
you know, Bear was better than Bench. Like, but uh, together they were crazy good. Um, same with DiMaggio. DiMaggio was insane, but you know he wasn't. Um, so Willie Mays, I think that's that's an easy uh, center field. He's batting fifth. Sixth, I have Albert Pujols. Um, I think he's one of one of the greatest pure hitters of all time. That was this is probably like one oh, of the hardest so hard ones. Not, I think it's so hard not to right field was tough for me. Right field was tough for me. Shortstop was tough, but I think first base was tough because the stats are like if you look at them, the stats are I wouldn't say they're almost identical, but they really are. Like the like you like I said, there's no wrong answer. Same with Stan Musial. If you want to put Stan Musial, like that that dude hit three thirty one for his career. He had. 475 home runs, almost 2,000 RBIs. Uh, he had 1,599 walks and not even 700 strikeouts. Almost 2,000 runs. Like, it, the guy was crazy. Garrick was crazy. And Garrick, I mean, yeah, that was tough for me leaving him out. But I got I, I to put Pujols. Um, he was, he's, the, the term machine is really like, it's perfect for him because he's, he's a hitting machine. Like, that's. Straight up. That's all. He just goes on and he hits. Great defender, too. He's won several gold gloves. Um, seventh, hitting seventh, I have Jackie Robinson at second base. Wow. Um, I mean, yeah, second base is, I mean, like I said, that's the more we connected. Uh, I have Mike Schmidt at, at third base. And batting eighth is just stupid, considering he hit like 600, 500-some home runs in his career and batted over 300. And then I have Johnny Bench at uh, catcher, um, batting ninth. <laughs> Stupid lineup. Yeah, I, mean, I agree with on. you on the Johnny Bench thing. I mean, Yogi Berra, probably the second best catcher of all great. time. But Johnny Bench is like pretty as far, as far ahead of Yogi Berra. I'd, I would have to agree. Like he's, but then again, yeah. you know, Yogi Berra's got ten yeah. championships. You know, what I mean, <laughs> again, like I said, greatest collection of players. That doesn't mean necessarily any one of them. So if you notice, I only have one Yankee on my list, and <laughs> it's A-Rod. <laughs> well, he wasn't a shortstop not, in the Yankees. I'm not so like – I, I, exactly. Well, that, that was the thing was he was a better – I think when he transitioned over, he was he was having a hard time at third, um, which would be a similar thing, I think, for if – like if, if you guys signed Machado, you'd force him to play short instead right, of third. So it would be like the opposite closer. thing. But, so I put – I had five pitchers and five bullpen – or ten, so ten pitches total, Man. five starters and five bullpen guys. Um, I I told you I was I'm ready for, I was ready for this. Uh, Roger Clemens, Pedro Martinez, Randy Johnson, Sandy Koufax, and Clayton Kershaw. So three lefties, two righties. I think that's a pretty dominant. I almost had I had Nolan Ryan and Cy Young at different times on this list, but I I like to I'm part of the reason I didn't put Babe Ruth on this list um, is because I kind of have a um, I, as a policy, I tend to kind of stray away from the guys that played that long yeah, ago. You do have a lot of more um, modern players now. On your list. Babe, just personally, it's the it's the same thing in every really sport. Dominance is dominance. Dom, yeah, dominance is well because you went all Yankees. Dominance is dominance regardless. Like Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth, they're great. They're fan, they're amazing players regardless of when the era is. But like. I just don't know how good they would be if the competition they were playing against, you know, wasn't like guys who were getting paid, you know, a hundred dollars a game or whatever, who were like plumbers think, on the do side. Do you think Cy like, Young you know, ever think... won a Cy Young award? Do you think? No, <laughs> I don't think that award existed. I think that's why they created the award could? and named it after him. <laughs> yeah, well, he he, he had like. Well, that was another stupid thing. Was these guys like I don't know how their arms didn't yeah, these blow guys out. Has a pitch like, like sixteen. They, I mean, two hundred and fifty pitches. Yeah, like like Seriously. five days in a row, <laughs> like every every game. Like it's, it's the, interesting. The, the, the you stats hear, are uh, stupid. What Adam Ottavino was saying about how he could uh, he could strike Babe Ruth out. And yeah. he'd, hit, he'd hit like a buck fifty off of him. Dude. Honestly, that's probably true. Though. Come on, like at that, first, that's, yeah. That's a little disrespectful. All right, hold. Okay. Okay, hold on. I want you to like the guys that Ruth was pitching against. Like the, the oh, game 100%. has changed since then. Especially like, like if like especially I, I think a lot of his, I think the his stats come off like pitchers who are in the 16th inning and they're on pitch 250. Yeah, exactly. Like I think if there was like one game 
like his first game and Ruth had to go up against like I think he would probably get him a couple times. Now adjust, I think Babe Ruth exactly. would catch up. This is all it's all stupid. Yeah, it's all stupid well, hypotheticals. Like, I, how will seven hundred fourteen home yeah. runs? Like, I'm sure he'd figure something out. Well, like I said, dominance is dominance. It doesn't matter what era you're in. If you're good in that era, you're probably going to figure out a way to be good in another era. But because of all the all the you know, I I tend to stay away from that just because it gets really complicated when you start talking about. Oh well, you know how would he do in this? Like, as far as just as far as my lineup goes, like Ruth, I had him in here at one point. But I really thought about it. I'm like, uh, I'd rather have. I I switched him out for Hank Aaron. I had Ruth at right field, and I switched him out for Hank Aaron. And again, there's no like, there's you know, it's not the wrong answer, but Dude, I I have the. Have right you ever answer. heard of um, um, Tris Speaker? I recognize the name, but I I I don't know. Dude, so in, I don't know. I was just context. I was listening to the Michael Who's K that? show like I always do, and I always reference. Um. They were destroying uh, Peter Rosenberg because he didn't know who Tris Speaker was, and they were like, "They're like, oh, you don't know who like you know don't know who Ty Cobb is either." And I'm like, they were kind of putting him on his level, and then I was like looking this guy up, and like they weren't kidding. He actually has the most doubles out of any player, but yeah, never heard of him until like yesterday. Tris Speaker, would... like Tristan. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it. That's know, a lot of doubles, man. 792 doubles and is a I lot also of said, like, doubles, something about man. how he's regarded as one Jesus of the best like Christ. defensive outfielders, too. Let's see. Hey, didn't oh, win right. any gold gloves. I don't know. I don't know about all that, man. <laughs> Was it an award back then? <laughs> Again, I don't, I don't think that award exists. I don't think that award existed in uh, 1912. Yeah, there you so go. Baseball trivia. Trish Speaker. And then I was looking up. Um, I was I was actually um, on Wikipedia, and I found this really cool picture of um, – it was Ty Cobb, Tris Speaker, who were kind of like older. You could tell in the picture, and then Lou Gehrig and uh, Babe Ruth all kind of yeah. squatting together, Ooh. as if they were all catchers Ooh. or something. And you could tell like Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig yeah. like visibly look younger than Tris Speaker and Ty Cobb. By the way, Ty Cobb is a really creepy yeah. looking guy. No disrespect, but like, dude, that, he kind of looks like a witch. Again, <laughs> <laughs> dude, he kind of does. He's just like. There's there's no like meat on his face. It's weird, and his ears are He's pointed got that out. Which nose too, huh? Yeah. But yeah, uh, it kind of reminded me of that one time. Um, Jesus, dude, shoeless Joe Jackson is ugly. He is, dude. Shoeless. He's an ugly guy, dude. I don't know what it is about it. It might be his eyebrows. It's gonna. I don't know. Dude, I'm scared He's to ugly. surf the web now because because uh, of what happened last night. We were doing a podcast and and we kind of crashed halfway through our internets. I think it was my internet, but yeah, 30 minutes of gold just went down the drain. I know. It was sad, man. I mean, well, oh, I, I have it. Oh, it's just, it's just, well, I, well, I have it, but like half of it is like you cutting in and oh, out. Man. So like, I, I no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to like scrounge it for, for bits for the intro and for like little, you know, little, little sound bites we can use like in the show or whatever. But, um, it was, Dude, you know, it was, we had some good banter and shit going on. Oh, I'm always scrounging. But again, like you could, you could really easily, like you could very well put together a modern era team and have it go up against like a, you know, a pre like 1960s Yeah, like you team. can in the show. Remember that? And like, I, yeah. Yeah. Like you could like Ty Cobb, Ted Williams, Lou Gehrig, Honus Wagner, Tris Speaker, um, uh, Satchel, Satchel Page, Satchel Page, um, Stan Musial. Like you, you could put together a great team, all pre. Like I think the the only guy I have that didn't that started playing before like 1960 is Jackie Robinson. Jeez, yeah, and it's kind of crazy. Like Ty and Cobb, that, you look at it. Like I was looking at his stats. Like I think his first year was like 1904 or something. Just like oh my god. Yeah. But again, you know, guys like him and Ted Wood, like. They'd be good in any era. Like when you when you can oh, hit yeah, like that, like it doesn't matter whether you're playing in nineteen. Like you know that's that's there's, talent. There's talent. Talent. That's that's talent, talent right talent. there. Talent. Oh, I didn't tell you my closers. I mean, it's you know Mariano Rivera, Trevor Hoffman, uh, Dennis Eckersley, Mariano Rivera, Raleigh Fingers, Trevor Hoffman, John Smoltz. Was he a closer? Uh, really? For like a year. 
He's uh him and uh Dennis Eckers the only guys to ever have a season pitching uh having twenty wins and then another season with like twenty saves or forty saves or something like that. The only wow. guys. I know. They were <laughs> crazy good. So I don't know. I th- I think I think uh I think my lineup is better. We can put it out there. If if you think you could you could vote. We'll uh, we'll put our lineups on social media. Check out uh, at Zach and Tony Show on Twitter. You can let us know which uh, which lineup Dude, you like that'd better. That'd be crazy to see uh, the the Jackie Robinson Jackie Robinson matchup. Oh wait, no, that doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> Dude, that'd be a, that'd be a great <laughs> matchup. Jackie versus Jackie, Johnny yeah. Bench versus Johnny Bench <laughs> at catcher. Well, I wonder who will who will perform Ran- better. <laughs> Randy Johnson and Mariano Rivera starting starting against each other, closing against that each would other. Be- you know, I would I would pay some good money to watch that game. We could probably make it happen on the show. We could easily. Make oh, it we on could. The show. I mean, we. Yeah, with with all this poll. Oh yeah, come dude. on, dude. Maybe we could like live podcast. Dude, it. I don't know. I I put a lot of time and effort and research into this. I I think it's a pretty top notch lineup. Yeah, I'm gonna be honestly. honest with you. Like, you probably put a lot more research into it than I did. Oh, I told you. I I've had this. I've had this thing ready since like July. And even then, I, I was like, I, Dude, I, put in, I don't even put in more. I'm going to be totally honest with you. And this just sh- kind of shows you like my level of interest in the Hall of Fame for baseball. Do you not no know who Harold, Harold Baines, Baines is? is? Or the other guy. Didn't some other guy you get know, in? Never Lee heard Smith, of th- who was the who was the lead, who was the leader in all-time saves until Hoffman or Moe or whatever yeah, came around. Yeah, first time I've ever heard those two names in my life. I heard uh, Lou Pinella didn't you know, make it, but that's just because I only heard that because he's a Yankee. Baines, Baines is a. I was looking at his stats, and it's it's one of those cases where I think, I, really, there are two. Sh- looking at it, it seems to me there are two surefire ways, maybe three, to get into the Hall of Fame. To just be clearly, you know, win win a bunch of MVPs, be clearly better than everyone else. You see, you know, uh, Babe Ruth. Um, I would say Barry Bonds, but he's not going to get in. Babe Ruth, Albert Pujols, Lou Gehrig. You know, guys that are just where, where clearly do you stand great. On, where do you stand to be on this like whole? A, because, like, in my opinion, I, I think it's, I think it's ridiculous that a player like Barry Bonds isn't in the Hall of Fame or Pete Rose. Where do you where do you stand on this? I think it's stupid, but I th- I think it's ridiculous. But I'm actually I'm getting to that. That's I I think part of the reason that I think is part of the reason why Harold Baines is not in the Hall of or is in the Hall of Fame because I think that the voters said, okay, well, we don't want to vote in, and it was there are so many different. I don't baseball is weird and like in the hall of fame process. Cause there's so many different committees. It was voted in like the t- today's game committee or modern era committee or some shit like that. Like, I don't, it, it doesn't make sense to me, but, and then Tony LaRusso, who was like, pull, you know, pushing hard for Baines. And then he went on the, did you see him on a uh, mad dog? Like arguing oh, with yeah. um, And it got like mad personal, dog didn't about, it? He was yeah, calling heated. mad dog and, clueless and stuff. I was like, "Geez, dude." Yeah, he was like, "You know, I used to, I, I used to respect you because that you knew the game, but like you're fucking clueless." Damn, like that's damn, just like, that's just I mean, we, but we know, but we know he. They're both, they're both crazy. So that was bound to happen. Like that was, you know, like that. He's like, was, "You think you know more than me? I've I, managed the game." He's like, "You just write about it." It's like, "Geez, dude, like take it easy." <laughs> well, so clearly, you know, he's he knew that. That's my thing is when you get super defensive about something. It shows one you have a vested interest, and two that you know it's controversial. So like he knows that it's like it's a it's kind of a sh- a, a shifty call to to put him in, but he did it anyway. Like but like looking at his stats, so he's he's um one of like only like three or four guys in the history of the game to hit um twenty home runs or to hit ten home runs in twenty different seasons. So I That's mean, look good. at his stats: three hundred eighty. So in my opinion, there's a couple like when it comes to stats, if you're talking about all time, there's a couple surefire ways to get in. I think if you hit 300 for an entire career, you should get in. Um, and you know, with over, over you know, 12 years or something. a certain number of played, yeah, a certain number of played appearances, a certain number of years. Um, if you have uh, 3,000 hits, that's an oh, easy, easy in. Um, if you if like 15, 600 RBIs, easy in. Um, you know, 12, like 1200 runs, you should get in, um, like 400 home runs, you should get in. He's like on the cusp of all these things, 384 home runs, 289 batting average, uh, 2,866 hits, 1600 RBIs and 1300 runs. So like he's, Sounds you know, like he's a pretty strong case to me, but 
That's what. I, so I think the issue was he was never. I think he he only made like six All Star teams, and he was never even like top five in MVP voting. And his his best season was he hit like twenty five home runs and got one hundred thirteen RBIs, and that was his best season. But he he had like eight years with twenty home runs, which is pretty, or ten years or something with twenty home runs, which Wait, is pretty good. Wait, you said twenty years with ten but home runs pl- first. Which one was it? So he well. He had, yeah, he, so he had 20 years with 10, 10 home runs. Years of 20 home runs. So he had at least no, at least 20 home run or 10 home runs in 20 different and then seasons. Did he also have at least 20 and there's only home runs there's in 10 seasons? Seasons. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, dude. I mean, that doesn't add up to 30 seasons. Like so, so some of those years he had more than 10. Honestly, but like the, the like stats. I was, think it's ridiculous that baseball is just trying to like turn their shoulder to a whole era of baseball. Even the pitchers were juicing too. And I guess, um, yeah, that's, who is that's, it? Clemens and uh, Schilling. They're both on the ballot, right? They have a few more years. I'd see Schilling. I don't know. I've never like Schilling is good, but I, I, I think that's. I think Clemens is a little more like. I think we should be a little more bullish on Clemens. Schilling is wishy washy either way, and I think I think with the. Um, I mean, no, he's pretty good. No, I'm tripping. No, I think I they're both like Hall of Famers, but like they both have steroid history. And I, yeah. I heard Michael Kay say that they're kind of like the test subjects because there's, there's no doubt that both of them are Hall of Famers. It's just kind of like, well, of are they? I think they have like, and it's so weird how you can only have ten years of eligibility to be voted in the Hall of Fame. Like that's just. That's I think just you weird. can. I think you can like come come back later on. And then like, you have more late. It's it's yeah. I don't understand. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand the yeah, process. But, so so these and, guys have think, five more years on the ballot, and. I think eventually, hopefully, eventually, both of them get in, and that kind of opens up the floodgates for other guys. But like, like Bonds, like, like, have they already had his? Has he already had his ten years on the ballot, or like, what, like, what's going on with that? No, has I he don't think been so. On the ballot, I think he's yeah, he's been on the ballot. He's he's gotten a little closer. I think it's it's done like uh, McGuire and Sosa. Like, I don't think I don't think they're ever gonna get in. Sosa is a di- is a different story because I don't know how good he was before the steroids. Wow. Like all I know, all I know is he just showed up one day and all of a sudden he was blasting home runs <laughs> and corking his ball. But but McGuire, no, like and and then he and then he like said he couldn't didn't understand English and he like became white. It's, it was a whole <laughs> thing. But it, no, the whole like that was probably the weirdest. Yeah, he's white now because they they all had. Yeah, well, they all had hearings when they for the steroids, and then they got Bonds or something on perjury, which was like, oh shit, or Clemens. I don't know. They got one of them on perjury. I think it was Bonds. But Sosa was like, I'm, I, <laughs> he came and he had an interpreter, even though he's been speaking English for years. He said like, he can't speak English, so his interpreter is going to speak on his behalf or some That's shit. Weird. It was, it was weird. It was really That's strange. Weird, man. But like, I, I think MLB has this complex of like, I think they have this idea that oh, we're the all American sport. We have to be perfect. Like you know, we, yeah, we have to like they're like okay, you know, we're we're an old school sport. We have to wash our hands with all this. But like, how do we know that the guys in the in, you know in the old era weren't weren't cheating somehow? It's also an incredibly did, racist. Did the White sport, Sox like like rig a World Series. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, there's you know there's dude, they should like, just you know what they need to do? To, they need to let all these guys in the Hall of Fame and put them in a different section of the Hall of Fame with like. Like these guys have steroid allegations, boom, and still have them, and like yeah, like I'm sure that'll piss off all the old white baseball writers, but like they'll be pissed, they'll write their their scathing like articles, columns, and then it'll be over. You know what I mean? I do, I do think there should be a sort of like distinction though. Like, okay, this guy got caught for steroids, but he still hit 73 home runs, 756. You know what I mean? Like. That's a, the sad thing is, you know, that's never going to happen. Like they're either going to get in or they're not. And baseball isn't that progressive. They, they never, never happen. Are. I mean, they're 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 just catching on to the switch now, and it's it's and it's it's been like so long, and they're you know, it's, but like because baseball is 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 a bunch of old white guys. Baseball and football are both old. You know, they're run by old white guys, and that's 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 been the deal forever. But like it. I mean, I agree that I think they should get in, and I think it's fucking stupid that they're not. Well, at least the NBA has like, an, has a progressive old white guy in in charge. You know what I mean? Adam Silver. Silver's not even old. Silver's not even old, dude. He's just he's a little awkward, but no, he's he's not he's not he's old. Not old. There's nothing, 
No, not really. 60, I mean, he's, right? he's really. I don't. I don't think so. I think he's in his like forties. I am. He's fifty six. Ah, okay. Dang, he looks good for fifty six. Yeah, he's a good looking guy. And he is. I mean, he looks kind of like he look. He looks kind of like Voldemort, but yeah, he's he's otherwise he's kind of good, <laughs> relatively. That's that's fucked up, dude. I'm looking at a picture, man. It's the it's the bald head, and I don't know the nose. I thrown out a lot of insults today. I, I told I said, who did I say was ugly? Oh, shit, Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson is ugly. Jackson. I'm sure if you saw dude, a picture of you, you'd say the same thing. Different time, man. Different time. You'd be like, what He's the dead, hell is this guy so wearing? I'm... Socks and flip flops? <laughs> hey, at least I didn't rig a World Series, man. Jesus. Was he part Christ. of the? Was he part of the World Series? Yeah, he was the big guy. He was he was the he was like the major piece in the in the White Sox team. Shoeless Joe, man. Dude, but again, he, was he he's, he's he's I don't I don't know where that name came from. I don't like I mean if he was like you know mad props to him, but like I don't. Again, he's a here's a guy who's revered as like a great baseball player, but he was involved in one of the biggest scandals in history. Not in the, I'm pretty sure he's not in the Hall of Fame because of it. Um, Shoeless Joe Jackson. I, it's a weird name. I don't know. I. But I mean, again, that's the reason that Baines is in. The only reason Baines is in, even though I think based on his stats, I think he deserves to be in. Um, I think people are hanging on the fact, like, oh well, he was never that whatever. Like, if you're if you're that good for that long, you you should get in. Like, it's you know, and yeah, maybe it'll open the door for other guys, like I don't know, Scott Rowland or or David Justice, other guys who have similar stats. But like, what what's the problem with letting him you in? Think David Justice what's the problem? Famer? I don't know if he is, but I'm saying like it. You know, I think once. Once, if you let a guy like Baines in, it opens up the question because this guy had 300 home runs, uh, over a thousand RBIs. He played for like, okay, he played he played for a little less time, 14 years. I'm saying like, you know, it opens up the question to, should we let these guys in too? Because he had 1500 hits, thousand RBIs. Like, I'm not saying I don't know if he well, deserves then, to be in. I don't know, in, dude. But, I don't know if that's Hall of Fame numbers. It's not like the hall. But again, it's not the Hall of really good. You know what I mean? But but that's the issue is a lot of people are looking at it like Baines is only really good, like he's not one of the greatest he's, he's players a, he's ever. He's a very fringy Hall of Fame player. And I think that's the issue is people are like, oh well, if we let if we let this guy in. But I think this year was an anomaly. I think they were like, okay, we can't just put one guy in. Um, he's he's the anti steroids <laughs> guy, right? No, he is. True. And I looked at him. I compare. I was. He's like Jason Terry. Jason Terry in basketball, right? Terry was never – he had never had one crazy standout year, never once averaged over 20 points a game, was only an all-star a couple times, maybe one award. But you look at it all time, and he's like third on the all-time list in um, three-pointers made. He won a title, and like, you know, he's he's like a, a, a decent player, right? Oh, man. Like you, you would Like you would – Dude, what? Phil Rivers, Chargers were – they had a nice drive, and they are at like the five-yard line, and – Philip Rivers threw a pick in the end zone. Oh, I just—I think I'm behind you because I just—I just saw that. Did he catch that? Yeah, he was in. Are you sure about that? Got two feet down. We'll see. We'll see. What? No, that wasn't Eric Berry. Eric Berry Dude, came so, back. Yo, what do, what do you think of the? Uh, there he is, right there on the replay. What do you think of the Chargers, man? You think they're uh, a serious? Oh, they're—they're they're good. You think they're good? Think they could win the Super Bowl? We talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think they could. They could definitely win the Super Bowl, man. Chargers. Absolutely, could win the Super Bowl, hundred percent. I think there are, I think, I think there are a couple teams. Yeah, I do. Um, Chargers, and we talked about this. You still think it's gonna be the Dad Bowl, Breeze and Brady? Um, I think, I think there's, I think Breeze is gonna win too. I I, that make me so happy to see Brady lose two Super Bowls, um, (laughs) in a row. I don't know. I this, I think, I think last the game last week is is a. I think it's a sign. I think. The last time I do you remember the last time that something super crazy happened against them in a game? It was 2007, right? The Super Bowl. After that, after that oh, shit Greg? happened, yeah, I know you were there. You and Greg didn't oh. didn't Greg wasn't that Greg who made the catch? Wasn't it Eli Manning and Greg Dude, caught it on his so helmet? David Tyree made made the famous catch on his helmet, yeah. and he was really stoked, and he <laughs> threw the ball into the crowd, and Greg, Greg caught it. Greg caught it with one hand. Of course he did, man. And somehow he didn't get a delay a game penalty. But crazy. But all right, but that was like so, you know, they had this crazy good year. They were you know, they had won 
they had won like three rings and they'd gone to like four Super Bowls in six years or something. And then after that, they didn't win another Super Bowl for like seven years. And that was like, that was kind of a precursor. It was like, okay. Because it seemed like everything was was going the Patriots way for a long time. And then and all of a sudden, some, yeah. And then they came back and won two more. And then last year, what happened last year? Nick Foles, so they lost to a backup quarterback who, with the Philly special, you know, on fourth down, the whole thing. And then this year, I think we're seeing it, not not unraveling, but we're starting to see signs of they're not unbeatable. Like, you you know, things, like, things always seem to, to go the Patriots' way. And when things start not going, like, not going their way, I think it's a sign. And I think, I think it's a sign from God, really. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I don't think the Patriots are going to make this a bull this year. I think. They're going to lose either in the AFC Championship game or beforehand, and I think I think it's going to be it. I think I think this is like I think Brady is going to start to take a step back. He already has like what twenty three and eight. This is one of his worst seasons in a while. How great was that? The way they lost. Oh, I was. You said you said you showed your dad, and he just started like busting up laughing. Yeah, well, he was kind of watching like we all would, just kind of like what the hell is happening. Yeah, and then he then he scored, and he just literally just started laughing his ass off. Well, that was funny. Like, I don't like, wh- again, here's like, what the fuck was Belichick doing? Why, why was he putting Gronk back? Like, why? Why would you think that was a good idea? Like, what's, it's not like Gronk is super mobile. I have like, no idea. Yeah. What is the, what is the point of that? I mean, I think maybe they were, ooh, hell yeah. Damien Williams, baby. Protecting against <laughs> like a Hail Mary. He's on my team. But like at the same time, they were throwing the ball from like the thirty yard line. So how the fuck was he going to get a hail mary like that? I don't know. Again, there's a there's a sign if Belichick's losing his his uh you know his luster a little bit too. That's you know it's uh oh Mahomes got sacked. It's a good game, dude. Like it's a, you know it's a sign. I don't like like I said changing of the guard. So I I mean the Chargers that wouldn't necessarily be a changing of the guard because Rivers is late in his career. But I think a team other than the Patriots is going to go to the Super Bowl. I It'd think be it's so gonna... awesome to watch the, the uh, Chargers win the Super Bowl, dude. I would, I would feel bad. I would be upset just because, like, I'd feel bad for the fans of San Diego. Like, yeah. come on, dude. Like, they they're gone for what two years, and and the Chargers win the Super Bowl. Like, after you've already disowned them, like after they that's that would just make me sad, honestly. But like, think of the players, dude. Like, they're kind of just like, well, it's us against the world. You know what I mean? Well, exactly, and that's why I think it's it could, it could uh, it could happen. I mean, it's. If I mean, if I had to rank the teams in the AFC, I'd probably go Chiefs, Chiefs one, Chargers two, Pats three, uh, Texans, and then I'd put Colts and Steelers. Like I said, St- Steelers are not that. Like, I think without Bell, they're they're just they're not they're not that good. They lost to the Raiders. Come on, you can't lose to the Raiders. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Didn't That's you guys terrible. lose to the Raiders? No, we beat them like thirty-four to three. Oh, uh, nice. So no, so we're better than the Steelers. Is that how that works? What's yeah. that called? It's like the uh, the law of something. I don't. It's uh, if A is greater than B and B is, or if A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. It's like something, the law yeah. of uh, something parallel. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not a math guy. I don't know. I don't, it's something stupid. You whatever. A math guy? No. No. Dude, this isn't take- sports related, but uh, did you see the um, <laughs> did you see the Kodak Black thing that happened? I think it was today or yesterday. Oh yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, it's funny. Peter Rosenberg's on that show too. I didn't even realize. <laughs> really? <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, so <laughs> dude, he's so versatile. <laughs> I know he's so yeah. This guy Ebro, he's brings in Kodak Black. And he brings up his sexual assault case, which is, I think, what's it going to be heard in, like, 2019? Something like that. <laughs> Kodak's just like, yo, man, like, I feel like when, you know, people are going through something, you just use it, like, Oh, well, yeah, he brought it up. This is, like, the first thing he said in the interview. And Ebro was getting criticized, which, I mean, I could kind of see. But I mean, he's it's... just like, this is the first thing he said. He's like, yeah, we, got, we know you have some serious allegations about sexual assault. We take that very seriously here. You know, we're not going to get into details, but blah, 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 blah. Kodak just Kodak, walks out. Kodak just, like, looks really pissed. He's like, you know, man, when, I, he's like, when I'm going through shit, like, you know, I feel like you guys just like to, like, laugh at bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Shit. And then he's like, change the subject or I'm going to walk out. <laughs> and then there's, like, an Ooh, awkward silence. That, that should have been a pick. 
I saw, I saw that. It should have been a pick. And then, uh, and then he's like, he's like, oh no, we could end this right here. He's like, we don't got to talk about anything else. He's like, all right. He just walks, walks out. out. Well, I think like, and you see this in in. I think it's important for guys like that to be there because, and it's this, it's the same in, I mean, in any big industry, but I think rap industry is one of the worst. Is guys get away with that shit? Like guys like consistently. Like get away with this industry, especially. Yeah, exactly. Like they get away with it, and they use it, and they and they abuse their power, and and they don't really like care. And you see guys like Six Nine, like the shit that came out about him, the the molestation shit, the like that came out before he even like you know, like that happened before he was kind of like a rapper, like, and people knew about it coming up, and they still supported him, and he's still like, he still is like what that was the thing too. Like everyone was criticizing Ebro. Everyone's like has Kodak Black's back, and like yeah, I agree. Like what do, you, like he's obviously like has to go to court. Like what do you expect him to say? You know what I mean? But but, but it's it's like he 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 did something right. He he made a mistake, and like you gotta like you, you have to at res- least like acknowledge that you like yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I, the, I no I I I agree with Ebro like. But the, like you gotta like put somebody on the grill for that. But the sad, the sad thing is, like, there are not many guys in the industry that that that'll do that. Most guys will, you know, brush it aside or whatever. Won't really care. Yeah. Won't won't address it. You know, what I found out too that Puya has like has a, some sexual assault like case against him right now too. You know, I gotta say that does not shock me in the no, slightest. Have you? Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Dude, so yeah, apparently, like this, like this. I was just reading the story. This girl was like, went to their show and then had the VIP pass. Then she got invited back to like, go hang out with them at their hotel. And then she like met Puya. And then like, apparently it was, it was a weird story. It was actually like pretty entertaining. It was a long article, but then she was like a tattoo artist. And she was like, so like, I decided to like take my, my panties off or something. Or no, what was it? Her? Like she was wearing fishnet leggings. Yeah. She's like, so like, you know, I'm very comfortable in my skin and I'm like a nude, nudist, blah, blah, blah. So I decided to take my panties off. And then that's when like, like everyone started like basically like raping her and stuff. Yeah. And it just like sounded really like sketch and like, yeah. Oh yeah. Puya also like took her like phone as soon as she came to the hotel and like hid it from her. Yeah. It was like no phones allowed. It was just like a really sketch sounding. Well, that seems like it's always the way, like the way it goes down is like, you know, they're at a show or something or they're at whatever. And then they find somebody and they normally like, I think that's the thing is they normally, you know, try to try to pick somebody out. It's like, you know, like Barney in, in, um, uh, when he goes to a bar and he tries to like pinpoint a girl to take home. Right. Yeah. I feel like rappers <laughs> do the same thing with the women that they, that like they try to find somebody that they know is like alone or they, they feel like is vulnerable or weak or something. Well, yeah, that, somebody- no, exactly. There's this weird part of the story where it's like when she was still at the show, she like met. I don't think I don't, if it was, it was either Puya or one of her like Fat Nick or one of those guys. Yeah. And she was like all like she said she was fangirling and she was like probably yeah. acting like a dork and stuff. Yeah. So they're like, and oh, that's she, that's easy. Yeah. And then she said like Puya, like made like a cawing noise to like his homies, almost as if it was like a signal saying like, "Yo, this girl's like down to like hook up." Exactly. Yeah. And he like he's she said she like he made like a cawing sound back to his group. And then that's when he was like, "Hey, like, want to come back to the hotel and stuff?" That's, that's like they, they, they're, they're very. I wouldn't say they're particular, but like they know, they know what they're looking for, and they'll, you know, when they find what what they want to see or what they feel like is somebody who they feel like is going to go along with it, you know, who wants to, who wants to fuck or whatever, like they'll, you know, bring them back. But like it's, yeah. that, that, it seems like it's 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 all like again, it's all sketchy. It's all you know, major abuse of power, major like you know, the whole deal, and it's like. But I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, what's his name is you know trying to call people out because I think a lot of, yeah, a lot of, jur- yeah, a lot of like a lot of journalists, you know, like I've seen what six nine and shit go on, you know, on these radio shows and like they're propping them up, right, without like addressing something that needs to be addressed or they talk about it but they don't talk about it in a way where this guys can actually reflect and answer. They're just yeah. like so this so this happened, you know, like you know, but like what have you learned from it or whatever? Instead of being like, why'd you, you know, I exactly. think exactly he probably could have. He didn't really even ask a question. He was just exactly. Like, he just said we have to talk about it, and Kodak he just, was like, like brought it up, and then yeah, Kodak, Kodak was, was like, just, I don't want to. Exactly. So like, I feel like he could have approached it better, but like, 
dude, people were killing Ebro, and I was like, geez, dude, how, so many people are like siding with Kodak. It's like scary. Well, that's what I'm saying, and it's and this is that thing is that is the case in in this society, not only in the entertainment industry, but in the NFL, in like a, a, you know when it comes to pro athletes. Did you know Derek Rose had a had a rape charge? He went to court for rape. He went to court for sexual assault. I did not know that. Exactly, I didn't either. And well, it's it's crazy that these these things happen and like yes, yeah. I saw this person. It was like they're so like the hidden. Yeah. One of the comments was like, "Oh, would you like bring Kobe on for an interview and bring up his rape case and stuff?" And I'm like, I don't know. That's like apples and oranges, but I, well, well, I, I guess it's not really. It's I wouldn't. Really I mean, I wouldn't say there's a statute of limitations, but I feel like after a certain time, like you know, it's there's not really much more to be said. Like you could ask him about it, yeah, but like you know, what else? What else could he say at this point that hasn't already been said? Exactly. Like you know, he like I, I don't know enough about that case. I was too young when it happened, but like you know, exactly same. Same with Roethlisberger. Like, yeah, it's a big part of who they are. But again, when you're successful enough, when you're good enough at something, and you entertain people, they'll they'll let you know they'll let those things go. So that, like you know, Kobe. It's they're not the, the thing Kobe, is too. Kobe, it's ben like... Roethlisberger, like you know, rappers like Chris Brown, you know, six nine, whatever. Like they don't really. People are not going to care as long as they're getting what what they want from from these yeah. rappers. Like they're and, not. Gonna and care. the thing is too, and like the case, maybe not the case with six nine, but like cases like Kobe and Roethlisberger is yeah. like they all de- they yeah. all deny and Puya too. They all deny like the accusations, blah blah blah. But like you know, like the reality is, there's some sort of like sexually like ambiguous situation that happened that wasn't good. Yeah, and like. And it becomes all this he said, she said. But at the end of the day, like, something happened that caused – I mean, yeah, there are the, the cases where the, the women are just completely lying too. But but I looked at a but stat like when, and, and like – people deny it, like, I yeah. feel like even though, like, you know, X, Y, and Z might have happened, like, I don't even know what I'm – I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, something happened and it, exactly. they kind of they argue, like, semantics. Like, oh, I didn't do this and I didn't do that. And well, that's, that's the thing like, is – you, and you saw it with the Kavanaugh case. It was like, you know, they instead of like they brought up all these things like, oh, well, why did she, you know, she, like all these very specific situations, like okay, like, she, or or like, well, why did she, why did it take her thirty years for this to happen? And then you look at what happened to her, and you and you see why people don't bring it up, like, or you know, they're like you see it almost every day. It's like somebody, this this uh, white kid, you know, Brock Turner, whatever, this white this white guy, old white man, young white kid, whatever. Uh, rape, raped this person you know they get 90 days of like house arrest or 90 days probation or some thousand dollar fine and then they're on their way they don't have to register as a sexual you know a, a sexual offender and like you mm-hmm. know they, there's no real vindication for the crime and then the and then whoever it is the the person that accused them is like why did you know why did you ruin this kid's life or whatever or like you know why why did you bring this up it's like it's mm-hmm. it's a whole it's a whole system that tries to oppress the people that that went through this which is is crazy to me that you know we're we're in 2018 and it's still like it's still you know like frowned upon to like try to get justice for something that happened to well, you, you know, and it's I, like I think and, we're, and we're, it's, definitely, it's, we're definitely progressing right now, which is good. We are, but it's it's just amazing to me but that it's it, also it took kind of exposing long. the the cesspool that has existed exactly. For so long. And but it's you know, and it, another thing that I struggle with too. Back back on the whole uh, rapper thing, yeah, is like. Like, I know, like, I try to hold myself to, like, moral high ground and stuff, but, like, I'm going to be honest with you, like, if I like a song, I like a song. Like, I listen to Big L. Like, this dude is probably, this dude is probably, like, one of the worst human beings, like, murderer, rapist, but, like, that's kind of where I struggle. Like, like, I still like Kodak Black's music, even though I acknowledge the fact that he's a rapist and he's a bad, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, no, I know. I try to, I no, try to keep two like totally separate. You know no, I, mean? I, I agree, and it's, it's, it's challenging, and I think that's the difficult part. Is like, I mean, for guys like six nine, it's easy, and and uh, yeah, because his music and, sucks. Yeah, and and triple X, <laughs> like I've never, I've never been a big fan of his music, and like, I mean, I, some of it's good, right? But like, he was a terrible person, and you know, you can yeah. say R.I.P. or whatever, but like. And people want to be like, well, why did you respect his name? Well, he didn't respect anyone. Like, what the fuck? Like, what even, the hell? Even Biggie. Like, Biggie has lyrics exactly. about him, like, smacking women and exactly. stuff. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, I don't know. And it's difficult. Like, I, I, no, I agree. It's a, it's a tough thing. And I think that's part of the issue is that when something is good or when somebody is good at something, you can ignore all the other things. Oh, like and the then, NFL. And, 
Yeah, and in, yeah, exactly, and and just enjoy <laughs> it. Exactly. This came full circle. No, exactly, and and we went back to the Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, Ben Roethlisberger, all these things. It's like if you're oh, beautiful. If, if we're at fifty-five minutes too, this is if was, like if if somebody is good at something, especially if it's something like that. Especially if they're, I mean, you see in the case of the NFL and the rap industry, um, African Americans, but generally, especially if it's a white person, it is very easy for them to get off really easily with, with unscathed because they have the uh-huh. support of millions of people who simply enjoy watching them do what they do or listening to them doing what they do. And they're like basically just disregarding this person. And the only reason that they're disregarding this person is because they're also not famous. So like it's a whole system that is benefiting, you know, people in in power and it's benefiting really benefiting the accused too. Exactly. And it's it I mean there's you know there's so much like going against the women that or or even even the men that that come out and and um accuse and are trying to get justice and it's 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 shitty because there's people that their lives are ruined because of sexual assault or sexual abuse or rape or whatever and it's like all the, you know, they're putting, they're being put through the ringer, asking all these questions about something that happened to them, and it's like putting, you know, putting them through the hell all they're over again. Reliving the experience again. exactly, and it's on like on a public stage, on a public stage, and they're getting grilled and they're getting destroyed and and they're getting just completely demolished simply for trying to get justice. And it's like it's always like, you know, like we, you know, we can't ruin this kid's life or we can't, you know, do this or do that. But it's like, well, they already ruined somebody else's life. It's it's weird. It's like it's it's like a society it's a full. It's weird. Yeah. It's a, it's like a society full of sociopaths. It's it's really well, you know Kayvon really has been saying a lot that like I kind of like it's a, it's an optimistic way of of looking at it. Yeah. But he says like like as a society, and I don't want to get into politics too much. Of course. But um, he says we're kind of just going through like a detox right now. Like oh no, we have we absolutely all the bad are. shit's getting exposed and absolutely. coming to the surface. So it's kind of like a, you know, it's an optimistic way to look at, look at no, it. I, I agree. And I think, but the thing is, I feel like we've been, we've been going through detoxes like for years and, and like starting, starting in like the, um, we, and we've gone through little periods of it, right? At least, you know, in our society in America too, like, you know, in the 1700s when we, you know, uh, became, uh, became our own country. And then again with Abraham Lincoln trying to get rid of slavery and then again, with civil rights and then again mm-hmm. you know with and i feel like but i mean it, but every time it's like it's cut short no but I, I agree i think i think it's and i think it started probably with obama um with him you know I, I think that was a big thing him being elected as president and then we took a and then we took a giant step back and i feel like that's the problem is we'll take two steps forward and then like 30 steps back 100 steps back and then we'll have well, we'll I'm, I'm referring to even more recent are. i think like exactly what, yeah like I'm talking specifically like Me Too movement kind of started oh, no. up like Absolutely, last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, and I and I agree, and I think we're going to see big changes. Um, and I mean specifically, you look at the in the NFL. I think I think there's enough pressure being put on them that they're you know they're making they're making changes and they're making strides. Now, are they are they you know are they really going to change? No, like they're they're going to be their old racist money grubbing you know self that that you know, supports abusers and supports um, rapers and, and assaulters and stuff. But at least, you know, at least they're they're being called out for it now instead of just kind of people letting it slide under the rug, which has been the case for a long time. Yeah. And I know this isn't like the most ex- happy conversation to have, but, you know, I oh, no, like it's, it's so important. Sometimes, but... It's so important. But I know, 100%. I mean, we could, we could bring it full circle to NFL. But, well, uh, and it's, I mean, it's a hundred percent relevant, not, not just to society in general, like yeah. any, any, you know, any sport, any industry, any, like there's, there's abuses of power and there's, you know, lack of empathy just like in any industry, but especially when you're talking about entertainment and that includes sports. And I think like, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a big deal. And I think it's an important thing to talk about. Well, there you go, man. You could listen Shit. to our podcast podcast. You could reflect, Ooh, you, could, man. you could think about how, uh, Ooh. You can improve yourself as a you know, human. It's crazy how how much better <laughs> this one was than than the first one. We were like the first one was just trash. It was just you like mumbling about KD, and now we're getting talking about oh, like yeah. oh yeah you, okay like, whatever like, bro. Hey you yeah you even agreed man you even agreed you said you're listening back like dude this take was trash. 
Come oh, on. Oh, the very first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the very first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought yeah. you were talking about the one that failed yesterday. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the very first one we did versus this oh, one. Oh, yeah. My take was pretty bad. But, you know, every podcast, I feel like we get a little bit a little That's better. what I'm saying. It's about growth. It's about growth as people, you know, growth as a society, and our, our growth as a hosts of a podcast. There you I go. That's like, what we do. We, we, try I, to, we try to improve people. And I feel like we're growing, you know? We're really growing. There we go. Man, that was... <laughs> Thank, well, you know what? Thanks, thanks for stopping by and letting us, you know, letting us. Uh, oh, beautiful! Do it right in an hour. That was uh, that was. I feel I feel Coming better up on as my a, bedtime. I feel better as a human having had that conversation. You know, I think I think that's yeah, that was healthy. It was healthy. I think it's very important to have. Thanks for tuning in. Once again, check in on our social media at Zach and Tony Show, or you can check out our individual Twitters and Instagrams. I'm at Neilberg ninety six N E A L. B-E-R-G-96. Tony, you're like Antonio G or something like that, right? Check us out. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon enough. Peace.